hello and welcome to Thursday's episode of the 905er for uh, the second week of January. Uh, my name is Roland Tanner. I am Joel McLeod. And as is uh, often the case in our Thursday episode, we're going to give a kind of roundup of, of uh, where we think uh, we are in the 905 at the moment and, and the, uh, the major news stories. And uh, I suspect uh, uh, <laughs> have a little bit of a rant, <laughs> as we sometimes do, about um, some quite irritating things which are happening <laughs> in there's, our there's province. Plenty, there's plenty to go on about this week, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. Not a not a slow news week, that's for no, sure. Um, no. Well, well, Joel, why don't you kick us off with with what's grinding your gears? <laughs> oh, I don't know if we have enough time for that. Um, it, it's I, I I was you and I have been talking about this uh, for the better part of a week. Just the the seem abject failure of leadership. Uh, it, it, it's unfortunate. It seems at all levels of our our government. Uh, over COVID nineteen, the the number of I mean, when we came back from the from the new year, it was just me- member after member got caught sneaking out of the country on a vacation to somewhere warm, warm and sunny. Uh, we found out that the Halton Regional, uh, uh, sorry, the Halton Chief of Police for uh, Steve Tanner uh, was caught outside of the uh, of the pro- of the country down in Florida, uh, and he later found out that he got permission to leave from the chair of the police board, which turned out to be Oakville's own mayor, uh, Rob Burton. Uh, you know, it, it, I, 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 part of me, I'm just really frustrated. That's another member. I'm kind of, I'm kind of like, if, if you're, if you're an elected official and you're listening to this podcast by some, some luck, just come out right now and just say, if you've left the province, if you've left the country, um, I, I don't want to find out another week that somebody else in the in the region or in the province that came out and said, "Oh yeah, by the way, I ducked out for a jaunt down to somewhere tropical and sunny and fun because you know I got tired, uh, or it's it's my it's my traditional yearly thing to do, or I've got property there." I quite frankly don't care. Um, it, it's just it's a, it's it's such a hypocritical slap in the face to the rest of us who are. Uh, quite frankly, yeah, we're, we're suffering cabin fever. We're suffering, uh, anxiety and, and depression over this. And God forbid, if you are a, one of the members of our province, whose family member, uh, may have died from COVID, uh, I can't imagine the rage that you must be feeling. Uh, it, it's just, it's a completely shocking. And I'm, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm punching walls and pillows, to, to manage it. Uh, I, I, I'm going to hand off to you, to you, Roland, because I'm, I'm just like processing still over here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's, well, I mean, <laughs> a few times since we started doing this podcast, it's like gi- giving uh, Halton Regional Police a sort of lesson in media relations. If you get caught out of the country um, when you're not supposed to be out of the country and you decide to apologize, which the chief of police did, don't try and belittle it by saying, well, you know, I was out uh, looking after some uh, business to do with property. That doesn't make it sound better. It makes it sound worse. You know, great. You've got a second house in Florida. Uh, you know, that 
that's not softening the blow for us <laughs> when you know we we feel like mole rats living underground uh if if we're lucky enough to have basements and not live in an apartment or something you know <laughs> uh when, when it's like i've used three tanks of gas this year um since march right. just driving between here and the supermarket you know that's that's the sum of it uh and uh, yeah and it, it, it's, and i think it's incredible I find it it's it's you know it maybe like if there's one thing off you know an isolated incident maybe it's just one lack of lapse of judgment. What gets me though is that it's it's I'm starting to think that it's becoming more of a pattern. Um, not and I'm not saying necessarily with Chief Tanner behavior, but I'm going I'm going to the person who said who signed off to said it was okay. Oakville Mayor Rob Burton. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, we, we, I, I'm I'm getting a little frustrated with his. I, I, I'm getting to think he does not take this pandemic seriously, and he's he thinks this is a joke. Um, he's, I'm going to say, two at least two times in recent memory, he signed off on a letter that want uh, to say that Halton was special and didn't need to be subject to any lockdown areas because somehow magically we had we had figured it out when it was. Due to no public policy, there's no magic uh, formula that we've implemented here in Hall. It was just dumb, blind luck. Um, but M Mayor Burton seemed to believe that somehow we were special and immune to COVID nineteen, uh, which you know I found it interesting that he, he the last round before the the lockdown in uh, in Boxing Day was announced, him and the other mayors of Halton were all ranting and raving about how we're so special we shouldn't be included in a lockdown measure and da, 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 da. and then as soon as the it realized oh this letter and this time wasn't going to matter to the province anymore also now they're, they're on board oh yeah you know we need to lock down um also i think it became delight that they were blowing smoke up all of our butts because they said oh no they're talking with local public health officials when clearly they weren't because the next day uh, the president of Joe Brandt Hospital said, "We need to lock down so that Joe Brandt is not overwhelmed uh, in, meta in in cases." And I was like, "Huh? Like, talk about a complete reversal!" And because you know you, you got caught with your pants down, you aren't talking w with our medical officials. You're not getting the best information from them. You're not looking at the data. You're 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 siding with what you're hoping is going to be somebody's going to bankroll your next re-election campaign. It, it, yeah. And it, it's been something that I don't quite understand because businesses don't pay municipal tax. Municipalities have been falling over themselves to keep business happy, which in normal circumstances, yeah, absolutely. You should be good. Um, but this is life and death. Um, it, for months and months and months now, the medical Doctors who are working on the front line in the ICUs, um, the uh, uh, some of the public health people, if not um, the guys who are closest to the premier, um, have been saying this needs to be dealt with a huge amount more seriously. Um, the advice that was given on on opening up schools of having a limit of fifteen was ignored. Um, the uh, at every step of the way, they did the minimum they could possibly get away with um, to uh, allow business to continue 
while saying, well, well, we'll do this to stop the spread. Nothing has stopped the spread since the summer. Uh, it did the first time around because we all agreed it was really important and we all stayed home. Now, a lot of people are not staying home now. I mean, I heard, um, now I'm quite a statistic that I heard on, I think it was the CBC or something like that, um, that 50% of us stayed home on Christmas Day, uh, so did not go to see relatives. Well, that's a terrible statistic. So that means 50% of us just went ahead as normal. Um, and part of the reason that the the uh, apparently the the reaction to uh, the MLAs in Alberta has been so strong is because Alberta actually has had a, a far higher kind of uh, level of compliance to the stay at home orders. Uh, so to then find out that their MLAs were swanning about all over um, all over the world, um, seemingly. Uh, has been has really um, blown up spectacularly in the face of, of Jason Kenney and his government. Well, I think it's hard for people to follow this government's direction at this point because it's so confusing. Um, there's no, yeah, no, absolutely, it's, it's all it's, about communications. Yeah, we, I mean, we had we had Mike Gibbs on um, on an earlier podcast uh, to discuss just why is it so confusing, and I, I'm, you know, it. it we, we, I've always asked this, like, why why can we not find a way to live with this? And I, I do think, yeah, th at this point, the province got to start chipping in uh, into their own coffers and start, I think, paying businesses, in some cases, to stay closed or just tell landlords you can't collect rent. Because here's the thing, you know, we're, you, we're seeing reports coming out of landlords just walking away with profits. You know, they're, they're the ones walking away with si nice, sizable dividends to their shareholders. And I'm not talking like your, your mom and pop. I'm not talking like if you have a, 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 a small place that you're, you're using as a, as a, a income supplement. I'm talking like the big landlord corporations, the ones who operate the, you know, the, the big strip mall plazas and the major, the major companies, these guys are walking with big chunk, big coffers of, of money this time around. And I think you have to wonder like, why, why is that? Okay. We're seeing numbers skyrocketing. They're getting out of control. I, we're we're now facing as we're recording this. The word is coming down. We're going to face a curfew. Is that going to work? I don't know. I I don't know. We're a curfew between eight p.m. and five a.m. I have no idea how that's going to stop COVID nineteen. I I I don't know. Um, and I've been somebody pointed out to me. We're just following whatever Quebec does. I don't think I don't. I'm beginning to think this government does not actually have a plan. It does not have a anyone advise them they're just waiting to see what quebec does and then we, we copy suit this government has no plan no imagination no spine uh you know this this is a, a crisis that just cries out for a bit of decisiveness mm -hmm. and it's like yeah you're going to make enemies when you close down businesses of course you are uh it's it's you're, you're messing with people's livelihoods well, A, you've got 18 billion sitting in the damn coffers that were supposed to be spent on supporting people through this that for some reason you're still not spending. Uh, and B, when it's life and death, well, tough nuts. <laughs> you know, it's like, are we, are we going to save lives or not bother? You know, well, it, I think we, we, we knew from the start that this, this thing was going to cost us, not just in terms of body numbers, but in terms of money. Like I, you and I have had a couple entrepreneurs on this podcast before, and they've all said, thank God for the federal government for putting out the CERB 
and the SUs and the rent subsidy and all that stuff. And it has gone into helping keep small businesses afloat. And in some cases, people with a roof over their head and food on the table. Good, good for them. No, I, but for some reason, the conservative governments or conservative minded governments, uh, in this country are afraid to, to chip in. Like, are, are, I, I can't imagine at this point going to table a budget in the mar- in March and saying, "Hey, we have a we have a, a track record for to become balanced." You know, we're we're on track to balancing the budget by next year, by twenty twenty two or whatever. And I'm like, "You got to be fucking kidding me!" Like the the you, you know people are dying. We have uh, hospitals being overwhelmed with COVID patients. We're canceling vital surgeries and vital uh treatments because covid 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 and you're telling and you know are we going to sit there and say oh well you know at least we're at least we balanced the budget haha <laughs> you know that's a win like no like go into debt spend the money keep us alive don't tell us to sit there you know follow the instructions nobody knows what the instructions are at this point and clearly none nobody in power is either we have not just uh uh the regional Halton regional police chief taken off of the country. Uh, the, there's a, a CEO of in down Niagara health who checked out, took a vacation because you know, why not? And like, those people of all play, people should know the, the importance of staying put for a pandemic. It's not time to go gallivanting around the world. Uh, and that if you are in a position of leadership in a, in a hospital or a police service or a government uh, or a school or wherever you're in a position of leadership, it's more important that you lead by example. I mean, did we not get taught that at school? Like, be an example to others. You know, it sucks. You've got a house in Florida. You can probably get down there safely. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. You know, it will be fine and it probably will be fine. But it's like, how insensitive are you being right now that you with all your, and I get tired of hearing this word, but I'm going to use it with all your privilege uh, have decided that, well, you know, the rules don't apply to me in quite the same way. Uh, We don't have the choice. Uh, (laughs) You know, I probably wouldn't have been going on vacation anyway, (laughs) because it's like, you know, the bank account is not paying for it this year. Uh, well, I think that's that's the other thing is how many people are sitting there saying I've had to cut you know make do we don't I'm not going on a vacation down to Disney World this year because well Disney World's closed and two I can't afford it you know businesses businesses hurting I'm not I'm not making I'm not making the money that I w- did last year so yeah the the vacation to Whistler you know let's keep it in, even just keep it in Canada let's go the vacation up to uh, Collingwood. Or, or to Whistler for the holidays. You know, we spend New Year's skiing. Yeah, that's canceled this year because we can't afford the trip. How many families are, are saying that? But yet you're still able to say, well, you know what? I always find a way to go out to uh, go down to, to Florida or check out my property in, you know, Palm Springs or wherever. It's it's just. I'm not it, having fun going down there for two weeks to, you know, sign a lease or something. It's like, oh, come on, spare me. There's no well, business that can't be transacted by the internet FedEx the the documents up here sign them send them back and you know digital signatures there's so many ways nowadays that you don't have to go down and 
you know, don't spare me this. Oh, I have to look him in the eye and tell him, you know, know, know what kind of man he is. Like bull fucking shit. Stop dicking around. Let's, uh, you know, let I'm, I'm, I apologize for my language. People, I, it's I'm, a podcast. I'm, we can say what we like. Yeah, <laughs> within reason. I, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm just fed up with all these stories. Um, I'm, I'm fed up with hearing. You know, I, I don't want to. He- I really don't want to hear from politicians anymore. I want to. I want to hear from professionals who know what they're talking. Who who studied this stuff for a, a, their career and they've made it their life passion. And then when they sit down, they tell us we need to do X, Y, and Z. That's what we should be putting into practice. Not, um, not not. You know, I'm 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 sick of letters to the editor saying we're special. We should be exempted. Because uh, clearly we're but not. There's another another one today from, and I can't remember which specific organization it was, but it was from one of the uh, building and development um, organizations in Ontario saying, you know, building is an essential service, so you've got to let our builders carry on building. And then there's uh, actually in the... Um, the Calendon Enterprise, which is one of the one of the many uh, local newspapers run by uh, run by the Star, that are basically all the same newspaper with a different heading on them. Um, there's a op-ed from Dave Wilkes, who is um, uh, he is. Let me just check this because I've got it right here. President and CEO of the Building Industry and Land Development Association, or Build saying, you know, it's been a tough year, everybody, but, you know, uh, building industry had a great year. Um, I'm, I'm paraphrasing there somewhat. Um, and, you know, now that we've got all these great new laws and the municipalities are going to have to do what we tell them to even more than they did before. We're going to get ahead and start building. So it's sickening uh, amongst all this to see what is naked profiteering or naked self-interest and these excuses about, well, not many people are catching on building sites. How the hell do you know? No one's telling us where people are catching it. Well, that, uh, that was one thing, I mean, where I brought up with Dr. Brar in our, our previous episode was like, we aren't collecting the data. We're not, we're no longer doing contact tracing to find out where do these infection rates occur. And so, you know, you hear Dr. or not sorry, Minister Lecce come out and say, oh, schools are safe. Well, I'm also hearing from epidemiologists and doctors saying, no, they aren't. Um, you know, um, 20, something like 20% of our, our schools have at least some categorized outbreak of COVID in them. And, I, you know, it's one of these things of, I think, I'm beginning to think we've lost the plot on this. We've lost control of COVID because we try to do, they thought they were going to be smart and do these targeted reductions, except they didn't target where the, the infection was. They targeted where they hoped it was, or people thought, you know, okay, I'll, that 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 makes sense. But we're not going to close schools, and we're not going to close down major workplaces where, you know, the the transmission is is probably pretty high up there. Um, it's, I I think they tried to cherry pick, and they thought they would, they they thought that they could bend the virus to their will, and it's very clear not that case. I remember saying way, way, way back in probably April or May, it's like if, if if we really treat this thing seriously and said with the exception of food, obviously food has to be the exception, with the exception of food, we closed down everything. 
and no one went outside the house for two weeks, it would be gone. (laughs) It's like, it's, it's, uh, the disease cannot spread unless people spread it. It seems such a simple thing to grasp. Um, it's obviously is spreading by people who are going to work, going to school, going to restaurants, going to, because they're the people who are going out. Now, each one of those different things has been giving us an excuse for why they need to stay open. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not working. We're now, the doctors are now saying, predicting, and I think it's a prediction um, that is pretty confident. Um, not, uh, you know, this isn't kind of panic, panic, panic stuff. This is This is where we are now. In two weeks, we will be taking people off ventilators. So the people with the least chance of surviving will be taken off. So uh, people with a better chance of surviving could be put onto them. So we're, we're in Italy stage. Mm. Um, I just we didn't the- need to be there. We, there's no reason why, why Ontario or Canada had to be here. We had this thing under control and we let it out. We let it out because of weak ass, lame messaging from the province, from the mayors, and, um, you know, the federal government probably hasn't been perfect, but God damn it, they did what they were able to do, which is say, stay the hell home and we'll help you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the province has just said again and again and again, aided and abetted by the municipalities, well, maybe stay home, but, you know, uh, we don't want to upset you. And, you know, we, we appreciate it. You've got to go to work and, you know, the kids need to go to school and, uh, da, 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 da. And, you know, we'll go to a restaurant every now and again. Now, I'm sure that will be fine. Just do the bloody job. Uh, it, it, it's, they have failed it, so horrifically badly. I, I wanted, to, it's funny, we, there, are, there are pathways forward in terms of how to live with this. I mean, you know, we could keep schools open. You know, we, we could, we're told if you limit the, the, social distancing in a school so a classroom is down to 15. Ensure that classrooms have proper ventilation. Um, you know, make masks mandatory in all the schools. Um, you know, it, it, just stuff like this. What Would it have been the life certain? No, I, I don't know. We, we don't know. We'll never know because that wasn't implemented. We we're basically told everyone, everyone go in, wear a mask, good luck to you. See you, see you in June. And that was the plan. Um, it's come back and bit us in the butt. We are now, uh, you know, lockdown has been extended. Um, schools are closed. Mike, I don't know what's the plan. I, my gut tells me we're going to be like this for the foreseeable future. I think. I think you're right. We're 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 now we've we're now Italy. We're now Italy. We're going to be stuck with. You know, we, we are. We might be told, nope, don't go outside at all. Well, and we don't have the new super spreading version of this yet, but it's on the way. Uh, so when it arrives, uh, we'll already be at capacity. Um, and, you know, for those people who still insist this is just the flu, for God's sakes, go call a doctor, speak to someone who works in ICU, get some facts. Uh, and, you know, I, I thought we should all also in a way address what's happened in the, the U S this week mm-hmm. with the, uh, the attempted coup d'etat, uh, at the Senate, um, with apparently it seems increasingly clear, you know, a fairly well-formed plan to, uh, to 
uh, seize the vice president and perhaps execute him um, by hanging him from a tree outside the Capitol. I mean, these are things that, that this is not, I'm not picking this up from, from Buzzfeed. This is actually coming from, you know, MSNBC. Uh, now I know some conspiracy theorists will think that's just as bad, but um, it, it's, it was very clear um, what happened in the United States. Um, it, it should shock you and terror and scare you to your core. Um, the fact that it happened in the United States in Washington, DC in the U S Capitol building that a group of, it was like watching. If you want, if you want to imagine what the best, but Bastille day would have looked like back in 1780, whatever in France, that's what it must've looked like storming the government building with a bloodthirsty mob. You know, I, I will say thank, thank goodness the, you know, no, nobody, you know, that the, the government got through it and they were able to finish the business of the day. Um, and small blessings. I don't want to say thank God nobody got hurt because to my knowledge, five people and one U.S. Capitol police officer lost their lives uh, during this, uh, this attempted coup. Um, it, it, it was shocking. What, what I think is more shocking is if it could happen in the United States, it can happen here. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that's a really important point to make. And it's been said a lot by by people probably of our political persuasion. And I think it's worth saying why why it can happen here. Uh, and that it's not just, you know, beware, otherwise the bogeyman will come to Canada. The bogeyman is in Canada. He's been here for quite some time. Uh, we have the rebel media. Uh, they had... The Proud, their, Bo the Proud so Boys were founded by a Canadian... They were started here in Canada. We've seen uh, attempted riots and, and disturbances in Hamilton. Hamilton is is sadly, it seems like Ontario's uh, center for for the worst kind of conspiracy theorists, uh, yellow vesters, and the rest of them. Ne uh, neo Nazi Paul Fromm tried to run for a seat on Hamilton City Council, uh, I believe, in the last municipal election. I mean, he, he, he's, he's, and they, he's, he's an affirmed neo-Nazi, not just somebody of right-wing views. He, he, he identifies himself as a white nationalist neo-Nazi. Um, that, that's a scary thought. It, we, we, I think our political systems, I, I think our, ironically, the joke I've told at various points over the years was it's not really a joke. <laughs> so it's probably not funny. That's for sure. Uh, is that the U.S. has the best constitution in theory, but it's kind of terrible in practice. Uh, and the the constitution that we inherited from uh, from England and the uh, United Kingdom is kind of a disaster area in theory, but it kind of broadly kind of sort of works in practice. Uh, and the, the big advantage of, of that system is that when something goes wrong, you can change the rules relatively easily without having to, you know, you know, the U.S. Constitution, for better or worse, they're basically stuck with because um, getting every state to agree to change it is just about impossible. Um, but so I think our, our institutions are somewhat stronger. But I, I, those people are here. We've seen the um, faith goldies, and of course, you know, there are always nutcases and, and extremists, but. Uh, the man who would have been prime minister uh, stood stood on a stage with her 
um, they courted and um, made the right dog whistles towards the yellow vestas. Um, you know, we hear about barbaric cultural practices. We hear about uh, the federal government failing to protect our borders, about these swarms of people jumping across the border. This is all a this is this is the road that ended with Trump uh, in the states that they they just got there ahead of us. These these dog whistles and conspiracies. I mean, uh, um, um, Aaron O'Toole, uh, his 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 phrase is "Take Canada back." He knows exactly what he, you know. That that's a phrase inspired by Trump. That "Take Canada back," mm-hmm. make America great again. It's like you're not full. Well, he probably it, is fooling people it, because it, 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 it's like that's not that is calculated sloganeering. It's not a random phrase. It's not just oh, just some words. It's never just words in politics. This stuff is tested. It is tried. It is targeted towards who you want to mobilize and who you want to appeal to. Um, I, I this week um, on Jan- on January sixth, the day of this attempted coup in the states. Uh, on the conservative website, the conservatives had posted how Justin Trudeau was attempting to steal the next election. And I'm like, you're telling me that that's not lifted straight from Donald Trump's speaking points, that that's not, you know, you're, you, you look at, wow, he's gaining some traction with his supporters set the border with that. Okay. Let's, let's try and frame it here. Um, that's dangerous. It's dangerous that you, you, you want to. And I mean, they, they end up having to take it down because, yeah, they got caught. They realized, oh, my God. My hope is that the conservative party and Aaron O'Toole uh, realizes that this this isn't nice. It's not, a, it's not a theoretical flirtation. Or you can't just say, well, you know, I just say it. People have to believe it. Like, you, you have to accept the consequences of what you say. And you can't just do this, well, it's free speech and it's, it's all this. Like, no, you, we have free speech, but you also have to deal with the consequences of it. And if you're if you're going to go for the cheap mobilization of let's just go for the basis denominator let's just, just let's just cash in our conspiracy theory chips and just do transactions in the most basis of theories you you it's just going to lead us all into the wrong spot yeah. I, I, and it, it should be it should, I mean. Uh, was reminded again this week uh, again I uh, can't remember which thing it was I was listening to or I think it was Conan O'Brien or someone like that uh, talking about John McCain and um, the and, and this reminds us that this was out there long before Trump uh, rose to power <laughs> um, that uh, a woman at one of McCain's um, right, right. rallies said you know we can't have this man he's a Muslim he's uh, blah 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 in regards to and he said in regards to Barack Obama, yeah. And McCain, and we shouldn't think this is extraordinary or unusual. It's just what a decent human being does, said, no, you're wrong. Barack Obama is a good man. He's a family man, blah, blah, blah. We just um, disagree on policy points. Yeah. And Erin O'Toole and every member of every party should be able to say, you know what? I disagree with Justin Trudeau on a million things. I don't think he's a very good prime minister, but he's a decent person. He's not a traitor. He's not mm-hmm. anything. He's just a 
we yeah. disagree on the on how to get Canada forward. The, the closest he is to extremism is his extreme moderation. <laughs> well, uh, but I mean, that's and that's uh, the thing is like, you know, and there's there it's funny you go online and you'll find pictures of uh, of the deputy conservative leader wearing a "Make America Great Again" cap. Um, camo hat, by the ca- way. Yeah. Camo hat. You'll find pictures of Doug Ford with Faith Goldie and with uh, a Proud Boy, uh, the you know some local Proud Boy chapter president or whatever. And you you can you can slough it off with oh you know he just takes a photo with everybody. It's like you got to be smart in this. You can't. You are the leader of the province, the great like one of the largest provinces provinces in the country. Your voice matters. You can't just slough it off as well. I, I, I talk with all sorts of people. Yeah, these people. You don't want to be seen with these people. If you want to be seen with these people, I don't want to be seen with you. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, that's what it's coming down to. It's it's the, the, the if you're if you're on the right. You know, I, I believe that there are smart, there are smart, moderate people. There are people who want, you know, low taxes. They want pro business strategies, and that is fine. That is good. I, 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 I applaud that. And you know what? I think that's a, definitely a conversation that we all should have: how to make our economy more uh, productive and prosperous for all. How to encourage entrepreneurship in this province and in this country? Definitely. If you're a conservative, small C conservative person, and you have ideas step up to the microphone, let's hear them, and we can figure it a way forward. But where you have to you have to step up now and when you see your leaders and your your elected officials and your candidates cozying up to these people, these right wing white nationalists, neo Nazi, you know, uh, proud boy nut jobs, because it's an easy photo op or it's an f- easy way to curry support denounce that's an easy way to fund most importantly for them usually it's an easy way to fundraise because the money comes from the extremists not from the moderates what's well, easy it's easy, it's um, easy to to curry favor it's easy to, to send out an email saying uh you know justin trudeau wants to steal your guns and give them to immigrants and you know who's that who's who's most going to give money well probably racist gun gun nuts and it's you know if you're if you're a conser- small C conservative and you you f- good good on you, but you know you, it might be time to stand w- stand with the rest of us on the progressive side and say no, this is you cannot cross this line. Start start rolling it back now because yeah, right, unlike- we've seen, we saw we saw where it ends and it's not a good place. Yeah, and don't be Ted Cruz. Don't be caught, and don't be Mitch McConnell, and don't be Lindsey Graham. Don't Josh don't Hawley. be be these weak chinned fat headed quizlings who went along with it every step of the way, who were abused by Trump and then got on the bandwagon with him. Uh, don't be that person. Get out now and say, this is not conservatism. There's nothing wrong with being a conservative. Nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with being, uh, you know, uh, economic, you know, saying uh, business is the best way to run the economy. Uh, We should be more careful with how we spend taxpayers' money. We should 
tend towards low taxes. Nothing wrong with any of that. Those are all fantastic, justifiable uh, uh, political points of view. I just don't happen to agree with them myself quite often. <clears throat> but this is not conservatism that we have had. You know what happened with the Reform Party in Canada was the conser- you know conservatism as our parents understood it. You know my parents were uh, cons- lifelong conservatives died with reform in Canada. It died with Margaret Thatcher in Britain in many ways. Uh, It died, I think, probably with George W. Bush at the latest, if not before, in the States. I would argue it died with Ronald Reagan. Yeah, certainly was on on the road with Reagan. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think, yeah, that's when those parties became dogmatic about, you know, kind of religious... So the 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 idea of a free economy was like a religious uh, attachment, rather than a we think this is you know, we think there's evidence that suggests that freeing up the market is the best way to go. It became this unarguable tenet, um, and they've just descended from there into something which is not conservatism um, at all. It's just um, power. And, 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 power. It's not. It's there's no ideology behind it. There's no. There's no policy behind it. It is pure naked lust for power. They don't. They, they don't care about taxation. They don't care about pl- foreign policy. They don't care about economic development. They care about winning. They care about power, and they don't care who they have to step on. They don't care who they have to destroy, have to backstab to get it. They don't care what mob they have to stir up and get into a foaming frenzy and unleash them in their house of government it's it's it is disgusting in every shape way of the form shape way and form it's here in canada we we had uh, a there was this guy in in over the summer try to storm the barricades at rideau cottage to go and arrest justin trudeau for his perceived transgression and at the time we kind of like oh that's just ridiculous what a, anyway so I, no like What's the difference between that guy and the thousands of mega idiots who stormed the U.S. Capitol on January 6th? Nothing. There's absolutely nothing different between him and them. The only difference was numbers. And if you don't, if you think that this is an aberration here in Canada, it is not. It is here. We need to take it seriously. I'm glad to see that uh, Minister Bill Blair is talking about putting the Proud Boys on our list of terrorist organizations in this country. I hope that he follows through with it and does so. Um, I think we need to start taking this very seriously. We need to start looking into an actual program by the RCMP and our law enforcement officials to infiltrate these organizations and dismantle them. Um, the Proud Boys are in the military. We know that much uh, from what we've read about uh, in, in Halifax. They were still allowed to stay in the military. There's a, there are serious issues in this country that we, either it's our Canadian politeness, we like to turn a blind eye to and, and don't want to discuss it. But I think let's look to our, our neighbor to the South, our friend, and see what they just went through. And then let's just accept the fact it can happen here. And if we don't do something about it, it will happen here. It. What we what we've just seen in the states, we would have thought ten years ago was was impossible, 
we saw all sorts of horrible things happening, but um, we, I don't think most people thought it would get this far. Something would happen before it got here. I mean, I thought like, well, after two years, the, you know, the, 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 the party will say, see which way the wind blowing or someone with a spine and a, and a conscience will wake up. Mitt Romney, he's the only one, one out of the entire party uh, stood up to him. I think, um, I can't remember his name. Is it Bolton? He was a, a secretary yeah. of defense. He was on CBC the other day and he turned on uh, Trump just to sell his book though. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. No, the guys have, I mean, he's kind of smart, um, but he was incredibly rude on CBC to the uh, interviewer. And then, um, you know, basically to the question of uh, why did you serve in Trump's government? He said, well, what else was I supposed to do? Well, how about not serve in Trump's government? <laughs> you know, it's, how about not serve in the government of a fascist? I mean, you know, at least the, I was only acting under orders argument that the Nazis used had some kind of internal logic to it. Uh, it's, it's, my God, you know, that's like, oh, you know, what's I, it supposed to do? I, 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 we're just, it's not an easy way f- road forward. I'm hoping that we in Canada will t- look at what happened south of the border as a bit of a gut check time. I'm hoping that if you're a conservative minded person and you are listening to this podcast, you, you, <laughs> I think you, we'll have checked out well, 35 maybe, minutes ago. <laughs> I, I, I'd hope not. I hope, I hope something we said kind of struck a chord with you and that you're, you're looking and saying, you know what? It's, there are lines that just should not be crossed. And here's the thing. Um, I, we may not agree on taxation. We may not agree on government spending, but I think we can all agree. Um, we, we, going after people and calling them traitors and wanting to incite mob violence to string people up for a noose hanging and worse is not the way to go. We are, we are a democracy. We vote, we vote our problems out or in as a case may be, but this, we, we, we need, we need to do better. That's just, that's all I'll say. That's, that'll be my last word on the subject. Well, I think that's a good way. Uh, a good place to end it. Um, the uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, you're absolutely right. Um, and, and when you know the question we all have to ask ourselves, <coughs> and every child should get taught this at school. It's like when the day comes that bad things are happening, are you going to be one of the ones who just sleeps through it, and, and eh, maybe it won't be as bad as it? Are you going to be? one of those people who tolerates it until it's far too late, which is what the Republicans have done because of greed and selfishness and, you know, just the worst instincts. Or are you going to get out there ahead of it and say, no, we see which way the wind's blowing. This guy, Trump is a, is a monster. He should never be allowed to be president. Uh, these people who are already, you know, the, the, the Berniers and the, uh, uh, the Goldies and the rest of them. Uh, we, you know, Bernier was a mainstream moderate politician who, thankfully, is getting nowhere with his little fascist organization. Uh, but um, the right person could have could turn that around very easily, uh, and we just need to to be ready for it when it happens. And and not tolerate it, not make the same mistakes as the U S has made.
anyway, um, that certainly is um, uh, a good therapy session for us both, Joel. Um, <laughs> getting off our chest. But, uh, you know, I think at no time since the Second World War that I can think of has this kind of threat to uh, our what we assumed were the accepted norms of democratic society been so threatened. So I think it's worth venting about it. And I think it's worth venting about um, the truly incompetent and disgraceful response to this disease when all that was needed was to do what the doctors said. So I, you know, apologize to listeners if you think we're going off on one a little bit, but, we need to be think, feeling strongly about this because if you don't feel strongly, it will keep on happening. Um, so um, with that, we'll wrap it up for this week. Thanks very much for listening and we'll be back next week with more from the 905er. That's it for this episode of the 905er. Thank you for listening. As always, you can send us your feedback, thoughts and concerns or ideas for future episodes to our email, info at 905er.ca. We'd love to hear from you. You can help us keep the 905er going by financially supporting us through Patreon as well as PayPal. Visit us at 905er.ca and click on the support tab, as well links are in the show notes for your convenience. Lastly, you can find us on social media. Search for the underscore 905er on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. So long for now. See you next time. Emily Roger, and I host a leadership show called The Boiling Point with my co-host, Dave Vale. Together, we sit down with trailblazing entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers who are driving meaningful change in our world. The show is all about exploring the lives and perspectives of leaders who are making a difference. Join us for insightful conversations that challenge the status quo, spark new ideas, and inspire you to take action. Find us on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or at BoilingPointPodcast.com.